immediately. I need to go get some curry. Okay, let me get a uh, Frakes. Yes, sir. Maho. Hello. Terrence. Never going to give you up. Will. Brisket. <laughs> Grim. Uh, all right. All right. Okay, good. Good. I'm glad we're all in that mindset. Let's get ready to. Uh... <laughs> we're, all, we're all in a wonderful mood, and I can tell. So uh... let's get ready to grumble. <laughs> <laughs> well then, why? Careful, why? That's dangerously close to copyright. <laughs> gr- gr- there you go. There's gr- the G. Grumble. You better you better pronounce that G pretty well, because like I said, that's dangerously right close to that man's copyright. And I didn't yeah. use, and we didn't use the cadence either. We didn't use the cadence. Nope. nope. I think and, the cadence uh, is part of the copyright. We're we're pretty aware of how how firmly that organization has a grip on their clips. <laughs> I, I think that's just that one guy that. that has, oh, that's not w, that's not wrestling. That is no, that dude. That's his. Yeah, it's just yeah. his thing. That's um, why they have to have him come do it. That is his thing. Uh, he doesn't just do it from the WWE or F or whatever the fuck they are anymore. He also would do it for like boxing and shit like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine what your life would be like if you were famous flying for one saying. Flying all around the world just to say a sentence. It would be amazing. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm willing to bet that man's laughing all the way to the bank. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I'm just feeling bitter. I think it. it's a deep chuckle too. Like, I said it again. Evil, that evil world domination chuckle. <laughs> I've been paid many thousands of dollars today <laughs> for nothing. It's like Owen Wilson makes like two grand every time he says "Wow." Wow. Well, he's not specifically getting paid for saying wow, but they've no. done the math for how much he got paid in movies and how yeah. long it takes to say wow. And it's, 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 that's a lot of money for that dude to say a sentence. I, wow. I worked for 10, I worked for 10 and a half minutes and made enough money to buy another yacht. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard Tony Todd negotiated for like an extra thousand bucks for every time he got bee stung on the set of Candyman. So, <laughs> really? Good for yes. him. Yeah, so as like, you should. He's like, I didn't mind it so much after that. <laughs> That's hazard pay, man. Oh, uh, yeah. That is a clever man. Tony, we want you to put this big scoop of bees in your mouth. Do you think you could do that? I think <laughs> the Candyman remake got canned because of COVID, which kind of uh, sucks. Uh, it's all right. I don't think anybody could do it as good as Tony Todd anyway. No, he was... He was supposed to be in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, he uh, he's too old to be Candyman at this point. I don't know if he was going to be the Candyman in it, but like it was, it was, um, oh, what's his name? Us and uh, Get Out. Uh, Jordan, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele was going to do Candyman, and he had asked for Tony Todd to, like, I don't know. Candy be or part something. of it, mm-hmm. or you know, just help direct the next Candyman, or or whatever the the person who's going to play it, or whatever. Well, I mean, if I'm involved. getting Tony, if I'm getting Tony Todd to do anything in a movie, it's narrate. That would be fun. Yeah, it's the creepiest <laughs> part of those. Yeah, his, voice, his very very creepy voice. Should we have renamed ourselves? Do we need to rename? I'm fine. Or does it matter? Uh, no, I, don't. Re- I mean, it's fine where it's at. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Okay, okay yeah. so 
<clears> on to the actual adventure. Oh, okay. I was gonna say go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I was going to say, up. they should make a spoof flick called Between the Slasher, where you just see what these fuckers do before between going on their murderous rampages for five days and the rest of the fucking year when they're not doing shit. I think there is a movie like that about, about a guy that wants to be a famous slasher and he's just this crazy wannabe tryhard. I can't remember the name of it, though. Shit. No, I'm talking about like... Oh, you mean like supernatural slashers? Yeah, it's like Jason Jason Voorhees comes out of the fucking lake, kills for about a week, and then where the fuck is he for the rest of the year? He's what down, he yeah, in the lake. down in the lake a little, you know, just doing his thing. Like in hibernation. Swim by. <laughs> Vibing. Yeah. <laughs> just in limbo. Hibernating. And all of a sudden, he gets a twitch. There are teenagers having sex above ground. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Dormant. Dormant, I think, is a good word. He's got a very, um, he's got a very nebulous mission for a, a revenge zombie. Like, I'm getting revenge on people boning. That's a, that's a big, that's a big to do list. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a large ask. <laughs> it's a man that wants to stay busy, you know. It's <laughs> a mission that you keeps you working that. well into old, old age. Yeah, you, you got to respect that uh, work ethic. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. How many times do you have to have a massacre at the same fucking lake before you're like, nope, we're not reopening it no more? It's now an Amazon fulfillment center, so it's cool. <laughs> we're gonna backfill the lake, plow all the trees down, turn into a fucking park. Well, it's 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 like those um, zombie movies where I would always get annoyed at how badly people respond to global epidemics like that and I'm like there's no way zombies are realistic because people would bet button down and as soon as they saw that the first living dead person was walking they wouldn't go out of their homes I failed to understand how stupid people are in this country where as soon as it's like hey there's less zombies at the restaurants so they go to the restaurants without their machetes I feel like this is an allegory for something, Frank. So you're trying to be... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we bungled the shit out of our global pandemic that's currently happening. <laughs> anyway, let's get going. Yeah. Shall we? Yes. I muted myself mid-sentence like a genius. Like a genius. Like a genius. Okay, so... <clears throat> the lands adjacent to Deep Mist Canyon. The group has been steadily making their way on the northern side of the canyon itself. After encountering giant uh, giant beetles, uh, deceptive giants and cannibal halflings, you've made your way now, less for horses, further up. Your, your crow uh, familiar has scouted ahead and told you that he saw what he thinks is a settlement in the dark, uh, in, looming ahead of you. And so after getting some rest, the party in, embarks in the, the misty daytime. Um, it's not bright per se, but you can still see, if you walked in the heavy fog in the daytime, you've pretty much uh, seen what it's like next to Deep Mist Canyon. Uh, if you're if you've ever been on a mountaintop when it's cloudy, you know that you've got about 20 feet of 
general visibility and everything after that is just sort of a hazy gray. But on the party stro strides, but can't talk, sorry. Are there any preparations you're making as you're heading the direction that the um, the familiar... What's your, what's your Raven's name again, um, Jeff? Jax. Jax, right. Thank you, sorry. I don't have it in my notes for some reason. Did we... We leveled up, yeah? Yeah, you should be four, yeah. okay. right? Yeah. Yeah, we're level four. Cool, cool, cool. I'll tell you how I uh, think of Zarius's bird... Think of Jack Sparrow, because Sparrow, Crow, they almost rhyme. They're both birds. Then you shorten it down to Jacks. That's astoundingly convoluted. Thank you. <laughs> so <laughs> that's Michael how Scott my brain levels. works. <laughs> that's just how my brain works. It's dumb. Well, first of all, I find a mnemonic, and then I use that mnemonic to reference something else. And that thing that I'm referencing with the mnemonic built on a different thing is reminding me of what the thing is. <laughs> it's basically what that guy does that remembers people's names. <laughs> like you literally just described his process. That's okay. People get upset with me when I tell them how to do when I tell them how I do math at work. <laughs> Are you one of those people that does the math very well in their head? Uh, no, I'm the I'm the person that converts any problem into ad, um, addition. Like I take a subtraction, I take multiplication, I take everything and I boil it down to addition and then I find the answer. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I don't know, like people complain about common core math, but that's basically, that's how I do math in my head. Yeah, me too. Like that's how I've always done it. You just convert it to something to the closest round number that's easy to manipulate. And yeah, then, I convert it to a simpler operation and do yeah, it from there. And then fix it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's longer, <laughs> but it's shorter. You know, at the same time, it's longer, but I have more faith in the outcome. Yeah, I don't like. I wouldn't want to write it down. Oh, no, no, like, it looks that. ridiculous. No, like, that's stupid. I understand. They're like, oh my god, it takes up a whole page. Yeah, okay, it does. But in my head, it keeps me. It keeps me from using a page. You know, like, it's yeah. like making two right hand turns so that you don't have to make a left hand turn. I do that all the time too. Longer, but it's faster. And it's definitely faster. Yeah, it's faster. It's probably like safer. Like statistically speaking, who knows? Mm -hmm. Left-handed turns. But, but, sorry, right back to the game. Countries, yeah. <laughs> We're in the fog, right? You're in the fog, and I need someone to make a um, survival check for me. Yeah, I'll try. Uh, Zarius was in, in Allegor, where our survival dudes, right? Allegor's better. Mm, okay. I can attempt to aid. Well, I do I got have that ability. Your, your aid is more than welcome. I got a 20, I think, on what on my survival. Add one. Uh, then that'd be 21. Okay. Uh, add two. All right. You, using your spells, uh, yeah. uh, keen goblin sense of smell. I don't know what you're using to help him. Uh, and, um, and your natural woodsman ability. You're able to guide the party forward along the edge of the canyon without, one, stumbling into it to your death, and two, getting lost. <laughs> Finally, you come across uh, you come across a point in the day where you can tell that it's probably high noon, in that there's more direct sunlight occasionally creeping in through the 
the um, the mist. Occasionally, you'll see beams and shafts of uh, direct light hitting the ground, even through the um, even through the mist ahead of you, intermittently. So a bit of a dappled sunlight situation. Yeah. Um, sorry, I had to cough. Very uh, <laughs> good. The um, but with all that, you also begin to hear sounds. So um, if everyone wants to make a perception check, let's see if you can tell what you're hearing. Probably not. With an eleven. Also, probably not with a twelve. I have a plus seven, and I still didn't break double digits. Twenty-four. Twenty-nine. All right, Zarius and Allegor. Um, Very well. Everyone's hearing like sort of indistinct sounds. You see everyone straining, but you two are able to hone in on the individual sounds. It sounds like a combination of buzzing and shouting, and it's probably less than a quarter mile ahead of you. Buzzing like bees. Sorry. No, no. Um, it to them it sounds like the uh, the wings of the giant beetle that you guys spotted the other night. Hmm. And we did see, or was that like uh, outside of our vision, the bug rider? No, oh, we saw that. Yeah, one of yeah, you spot one of see. you spotted the legs and the stirrups sticking over the yeah, side I of the bug. I think it was me. I think it was mm-hmm. on my watch. All right. Um. All right. How many? And when I when I saw that, did all three bugs have? Because I think you only said it was three of them. Yeah. All three of them have uh, riders, or was it just? You were very certain at least two of them did. So there could have been a spare bug. bug. Maybe that was their pack bug. <laughs> I got a quick question, Terrence. Sure. Were the bugs big enough for a medium-sized rider or for a small-sized rider? They were big enough for a medium-sized rider. If, if they were almost, they were the same size as the giant beetle you fought on the edge of the canyon the other night. Okay, that's what I wanted to check. So now that that uh, that little bit of information has been brought back to the party's attention, I would like to pose a question. Are we wanting to uh, ally or just test the waters with these bug riders, or do we want to subjugate them right out off the bat? Like if we come across one, I, I need to know if am I am I zigging left or am I zigging right? Am I stabbing them through the neck or am I letting somebody else talk to them? Well, right now we don't know who or what it is that is riding these bug creatures, so it's kind of hard to tell. Also, I do not think our warlord wanted us to make uh, alliances on his behalf. I think we were just supposed to secure a foothold, secure a foothold in this area. Uh, yeah, but sometimes you got to make uh, deals to make footholds, or, or are we just going to stomp on their necks with our boots? Because I'm all right with that, too. I'm really good with the neck stomp and boot thing. But like, uh, like Valric said, maybe we need to field out the situation before we make any snap judgments. I agree with this. Just wanted to, to check, see where we were all standing on this particular platform. I'll hang back. And right, so- see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so no, so no, no, no decisive commentary on that one. I mean, yeah, I mean, until we know, like, we only know that something was riding those beetles, but yeah. I mean, until we know. 
right. Well, in that case, you're going to have send someone to scout ahead to find out to get the lay of the land, I imagine. So who's your hapless victim? Well, I, mean, I, ex- I, I expected that was going to be me. So that's why I wanted to ask that question before I just went. So I knew how to, you know, oh, interact go- if I did. You're not going by yourself. Hmm. I got your back. Yeah, y'all do that. I'm I'm more of a hide in plain sight kind of person. So scouting a potentially uh, lethal bug riding village is not really my cup of tea. So uh, find out what languages they speak and you know who they are, and then come back and tell us, and then I'll then I'll help. <laughs> yeah, I mean that makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. We are the advanced, the vanguard, <clears throat> the spearhead thrust, so to speak. All right. Um, Zarius. Yes. Could you uh, send Jax maybe to find out how far ahead these individuals are? We, we get, we are buried within earshot, but uh, walking distance. If they have any light, you might be able to give us an idea how far ahead of us they are. Well, it's daytime now, so it'd be difficult to tell at this point. So can... Yeah, but the sunshine, the sunlight's also weakening the fog by what you said earlier. Yeah. So that's basically the last thing. If you could give us an idea on how far ahead visually, I mean, it's a long shot with the fog, but that's what Alagor's thinking. All right. Zarius, what would say you? I will, but I'll cast uh, the. Shit, where's the spell at? Invisible oh. Familiar. That dark bobble on him, so he gets a plus two to okay. stealth. All right, you hand him his dark bauble and he flies off to scout. Uh, roll, roll perception check for me while he. No. Uh, my perception. No, the Boyd's. Now, are we heading out and meeting the bird, or are we waiting for the bird to come back from his scout? Just waiting for. I, I was thinking, waiting for the bird to come back from scout, so we know about how far ahead they are. So that we can be more cautious uh, okay. with stealth. Okay, twenty-one for his perception. Okay, uh, you guys wait um, a, a few minutes. The bird disappears into the fog, and you can hear him flapping briefly as he ascends. And just in case he's doing it stealthily. Okay, and that would be thirty-nine. Okay. That's one sneaky bird. <laughs> I did. I did roll a nineteen. That's fine. It's <laughs> a sneaky. Oh, bird. she's only got a plus twenty <laughs> on a familiar. Oh, between the plus two, yeah, he's got a plus eighteen stealth. <laughs> okay. So he's a very sneaky bird. Very sneaky. I'm okay. A bird, ignore me. Kaka, <laughs> 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 look over there. <laughs> it's not a bird. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes sense for a crow to just be able to blend in with stealth. I mean, it can just be a bird. I'm a bird. Do not look. Okay. You guys wait a few minutes, and then you wait a few minutes more, and then finally, um, appearing from overhead and landing on Zarius's shoulder, the um, the raven settles down. Evermore. Steadies himself with his wings. And whispers, flying scout could not get close. Very dangerous. Oh, that's good, those. 
Not far, though. Hmm. So they have a set of eyes in the air. Yeah. So we're going to have to be real, real cautious about how we approach this thing. Sorry, uh, Jeff. I was just, uh, for shits and giggle, looked at my snake companion that I don't use like you use your bird. <laughs> it's got a plus 21 to stealth with no bonuses. <laughs> yeah. So all these, uh, tiny, all these I, tiny little I, animals I have completely forgot how sneaky fucking familiars can be. <laughs> well, it's half of their utility, right? Spies. I was just like, how the fuck is a bird got a plus? Oh, my, yeah. Okay. Well, there it is. Because <laughs> they just blend in with other members of their same species. Mm-hmm. You know. But I can't talk to mine. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. You can just feel his coldly reptilian emotions. Yeah. Mine has a plus 27. Jesus. <laughs> What's your uh, familiar? Uh, the, the green scorpion. The scorpion. That's right. Scorpion. Yeah. Green sting scorpion, I think. Yeah, hers is like a minor assassin that you send out to kill people while they're sleeping. Mm-hmm. It should be like a spell that lets you imbue like poisonous familiars with more powerful poisons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I could do, we could always just fasten something that we could attach to a stinger and I could make a more powerful poison. I'm, I'm, I'm tying this, uh, this, this syringe <laughs> to syringe. your stinger. Yeah. Just sort of aim well. Anyway, uh, I'm also tying this syringe to your crow and your snake. Why do all of our animals have heroin needles on them? <laughs> just the crow, just like throwing things down, like like what missiles. What is this? What is this? South Harbor? Like a like, like a World War II bombardier, just firing syringes and points. This place is starting to look like Seattle. <laughs> it's, it's actually a pretty grand idea. <laughs> just caltrips with poison on them that he just flies by and drops. I just ignore this idea. Forget you heard this stuff. Don't, don't, that can actually be produced. God damn it. <laughs> All right, so uh, back to the actual game. Jeb and, and Allegor are going to scout ahead. All right, you do that. Stealthily. Make your stealth checks, boys. <sighs> I'm going to send Jax with uh, my cousin. I, you might as well send the whole familiar crew with it. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's into my snake. All right, what'd you guys get? 31. 31? Well, he beat me, but I'm at a 25. Okay, that's pretty good, too. <laughs> How about the bird? But I've got a vial in my hand in case I need a little boost of uh, invisibility. Oh, yeah. That's not quite as good. Merely uh, 35. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like 30. Okay, still pretty good. Okay, you guys move ahead stealthily um, and carefully along the edge of the canyon. Azarius, there was yes. something I would have liked to have done before we walked off. I would have asked uh, Azarius to either give Jeb or me message so that we could send back information on what we might be able to find. Well, I was, was to walk that, I was at least doing that to Jax. Well, one of us. But I'll, I'll do it to you too. Okay. I'm just thinking, you know, instant instant communication rather than having to walk all the way back. Yeah, I usually don't send Jax off unless he's going real far without a message. All right. Yeah. Give it to Allegor. I, I really hate talking over those magical spells. I'd just <laughs> rather get a little a scroll. 
you know, from a pigeon. I'm, a, I'm more of a texter, less of a spell but, talker. But then again, just remember, message doesn't go forever. It's only, it's only a, few, it's, a few minutes per level, right? Well, it's not that. It's the, the range. Oh, okay, okay. What is the range? 100 and something feet. Long range, I say. But uh, long range is fine, actually. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. 100 or 400? No, I think this is just 100. Oh, medium range. Okay. I will say medium range will work, uh, but it will be at the extreme limit of it as you guys get a little closer. <laughs> well, um, I assume Allegor being knowledgeable in arcane matters and whatnot, he would know about how far he can get from the caster of the spell. Okay. Or would he? Would he need to roll a spellcraft? Uh, actually, his current range is 140 feet because he adds 10 feet for every level. Mm, okay. That might actually be a little too short then. Well, here's, here's, here's my thought. What we can do is you hang at the edge. I'll go out and kind of like relay like a, like a telescopic pole. You go out and then I'll go out and then I'll come back to you to tell you what I see and the bird also can relay information. This is an idea. We can try it out. All right. I'm sure it's probably a lot more convoluted than necessary. Okay. Villains! <laughs> yes, we're villains! <laughs> <laughs> you thought that this was going to be the, the, the bird and pillage village. Nope. This is uh, convoluted very, villains. The very careful <laughs> scheme villains. All right. Um, all right. So then, uh, Jeb, after a certain point, Alagor stops uh, at what you think is the midpoint, according to the raven, who nods and tells you to carry on. You sneak up further, and finally, um, you come across the first thing you see as you uh, as you're sneaking along is a carved staircase uh, into the edge of the canyon. Uh, it's crude. It's obviously built in haste a long time ago, but it looks sturdy and it goes down. You could see in the mist coming out of the canyon, there are actual lights down there of various different colors. Uh, what languages do you speak? Common. And wait for it. Is it goblin? Goblin. I was waiting for this. All right. Then you hear and dwarven. All right. Then you hear a language you don't under uh, understand being spoken uh, in, in the echoing in the canyon below you they're not talking loud but they're talking but the the acoustics of the canyon are such that it's bringing the voices upward towards you you can, can also roll he, linguistics okay. to see if i know what language sure it might be eh, 13 uh 13 let's see you're a goblin right okay i'm mm-hmm. gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna give you this one it's elven but it's the heavily accented elven of the drow Okay, okay. Um, I'm sorry to have interrupted, but that seems like pertinent information. Um, like I said, from there, you could see a few lights of different colors, um, be, like shining through dimly the, the, the chasm, the, the mist in the chasm below. 
And of course, you can hear the ever steady drone of wings and the chittering of legs also echoing upwards towards you. Now, does it, do I think that we need to go down this staircase, A, to get to, to get to the village? Uh, obviously, we'll have to go down the staircase, but do I think that that's also where our keep is, the tower that we're trying to get to? Uh, you, you know, when the giant mentioned the tower, he also mentioned a bridge. So it's, you're... You're 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 probably leaning toward thinking that it's um, some sort of edifice either on the side of the canyon or over it. So we could bypass this whole village, maybe. All right, I'll <clears throat> I'll sneak away from the edge, go back to Allegor, let him know everything that I saw, and share my thoughts that. Maybe this isn't the, the area we need to go to, but maybe it is. I don't know. All right. Uh, I will use the message spell to condense what he told me to the limit and reply yeah. to and send back to Zarius. Don't forget the drow. Tell them they sound like drow. They're probably drow. Make sure you say that word for word. <laughs> They are probably drow. What's the what's the word limit? I can't remember. I think it's twenty five per sentence per, per message. There's, you can do okay, multiple so, messages, I believe, but it's like right. So twenty five words at a time. First message: Jeb explored edge of canyon. Uh, heard elven voices. Suspects. Drow in origin. Embedded staircase. Embedded staircase within side of canyon. And that should that should be within the twenty five word limit. All right, you guys get the message, Jarius. What do you do? Oh, I, I say let's turn around and go back. <laughs> uh, no, I go uh, some about the uh, perhaps there's drow. Or dark elves from the underdark type creatures. Um, yeah, that's about pretty much it. Uh, they, they don't. Uh, whoever's up there does not seem to be able to understand them correct uh, completely. So, must be Jeb. <laughs> um, How close is Elven and Drow close in language, or is it a different language entirely? No, they're the same like root language, but like they've kind of like diverged. Uh, regionally, as it were. So, like, <laughs> so if I here's a question I have about the spell message if I walk out of the range increment and then walk back to where I am, would I be able to, uh, would it re, would it re, would it still be active or would it deactivate? I think I, I, I'd say as long as the duration is, is up, is, is still going, then you're fine. <clears throat> All right. So it's like walking out of cell phone range and then yeah, walking yeah. back. Walkie, walkie-talkie range. You're like... <sighs> I understand Elvin. All right. Um, Make your stealth check to sneak up on that area then. Well, I'm going to cheat. I'm okay. popping an invisibility extract. Gotcha. You want me to go back with you and watch your back? 
It's up to you, my friend, but I don't have I have no problem with that. Yeah, I'll stick with you. I want you to jump by some dark blood, uh, some dark-eared blood, bug, bug rider. Wow. And as, I, and as I say that, I take a swig out of a vial and disappear. Sloop. And, and Jax is going to sit back. All right. Do you want him to fly back to Xerius uh, or just... No, just kind of stay right there. Observe. Observe. Gotcha. Uh, how much does this increase my stealth by? Is it 10? Plus 20 when you're moving, plus 40 when you're not, right? Okay. So, okay, so I add 20 plus... Okay, so this is going to be a plus 32. <laughs> 17. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, with my plus 32, I have a 33. They're not going to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. one. I know. Oh. I, I know. Two. All right. So you guys are sneaking up on the staircase <laughs> carved into the mountain. You don't think, um, Allegor, that you have been heard or spotted. However, you hear a clatter, 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 clatter. As, a, as you see a, a, a just a small pebble tumble down the on the staircase, and Jeb. Looking up uh, at from from looking at his shoe, suddenly all the, all the voices below cease as one of them goes, Psh! and then you then you hear rapidly approaching footsteps. <laughs> well, shit. So at the top of the stairs, you two are standing, and suddenly you can see uh, emerging from the mist. Uh, a trio of um, of dark-skinned drow um, warriors. Their hairs t- uh, tied back into braids. They're wearing um, leather and chitin armor. Their their red eyes searching around the horizon, and one of them uh, settles um, quick, swick, settles quickly on Jeb. Well, I was gonna say as soon as they, we heard them coming, I would have I would have told Jeb to fall back. Okay, okay, Jeb. Make it. if I got time, I'll go try and right, hide, hide again. Because I, a I, I, dice. I'm standing still at this point, so I'm at a 40 standing still. Gotcha, gotcha. 35. All right, Jeb, you, you realize you might be made, so you quickly sink back into the fog, uh, hiding, Jeez, it's <laughs> hiding behind some rocks and some nearly and some nearly dead plants. The um. So then, only Allegor sees the, uh, the the drow coming up the stairs. He's standing on the edge of the ca- uh, the canyon. I'd like to make a perception check if I get a clear look at them. All right. See ahead. if I can see any identifying marks. Sure. Nat twenty on the die. That comes up to a total of thirty on the perception. You see um, something familiar to you that you did not you really expect to see. Uh, their neck. Their necks, uh, up up the side of their temples and their foreheads, are are covered in the same kind of um, uh, mystical tattoos that the fog giant was. Though they don't seem their wits don't seem to be dulled by it. You can hear the one of the leader, the one in the leadership position, say, "I swear I heard something." Span uh, out. We don't know who's here. We know that their their crusaders have been encroaching. So he, they uh, they basically come up the uh, the side of the 
the stairs. You see one of them pull a little lantern out of his pocket. It, at least it looks like a little lantern from what you can tell. He um, he shakes it for a moment and then flashes a, a few beams of, of dull green light down into the canyon. You, Allegor, can see a couple of bright green beams flashing back up again. <laughs> and then they uh, then they they begin fanning out in the fog, their weapons drawn. See if they spot Jeb. Alright. They fan out. One of them walks very near you, Jeb, but walks past. And into the fog, content searching around, trying to fi- trying to find um, evidence of your intrusion. What are you folks doing? I have a four minute limit on how long this invisibility lasts. All right, are you trying to sneak away then? I'm going to attempt to fall back to a place where I can conceal myself, even if it does wear yeah. off. Okay, make your stealth check. I know it's going to be really high, so go ahead and roll it. Uh, it's 48. 48, oh yeah, okay. Uh, you you easily stealth past the, um, the drow that are searching around, even walking very close by one. <laughs> you can see the red and the black patterns of his eyes as it scans the fog. He's got a scar on his face that comes from his lip up to his eye, and it looks like these guys have been on, have seen a lot of hard living down here. Normally, you're used to seeing pretty, pretty smooth elven skins, even on drow, or <laughs> in your experience. But these guys have been living a very hard life here in the canyon. Do I see any evidence in these? Dra- these are all males, right? Uh, yes, they appear to be. Do I see any evidence of like typical drow culture where they're apparently, you know, they they got the whole domineering, you know, the female domineering them and whatnot? I mean, do I see any of like the typical drow culture in, in the indicators? You don't see any drow women, but you do see um, occasional like little charms, little little holy medallions to the spider queen on them. Okay, so they're still devoted to law. Which probably means that their matriarchy is still intact. Mm-hmm. Mm. But eventually they spread out. Your, um, your, you know, your your vis- your invisibility potion is going to wear off eventually. And you uh, make a make a perception check. Making a perception check. Both uh, of us. Allegor, actually, to see if he can spot you. God damn it! I don't <laughs> think I did. All right, you don't see Jeb, which means he's pretty well hidden. Uh, so basically, you're you know you're you're on your own, or, or he's on his own. That's kind of how we roll. Weakest link gets cut. What are, uh, you, what are you two doing? I'm gonna try and fall back. Wait, I, I wait. I still stealthily. Have the, I still have the message spell cast on me. Which means if he's in range of me, I should be able to send a message to Geth. I think it's j- just as areas. No. It, yep. It's whoever casts the spell on you. Y'all have communication between the two. Really? Because I thought it just says allies. Is it? Jeff, Jeff, help us out here. Nah, he's right. It's just, yeah. Okay. One creature per level. All right, all right. Oh, wait a minute. One creature per level. Zarius can cast that on four people right now. Oh, then you would be able to communicate with... Uh... Well, wait a minute. I don't know. What oh, level is... Don't. No, I cannot. Okay. okay. What level What level is the class that you took this from? One. 
Oh, well, you can only put it on one person. <laughs> okay. All right. I forgot. It's Jeff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, what, yeah, that's why I followed up. That's why I had a follow-up question. All right. So, okay. yeah. Shit, what did I click? Mess- message came from my um, skull class. Okay. All right. So what, what are you guys doing then? If you can't get the message through from where you are. Uh, I will continue to fall back. All right. I will also back off and attempt to regroup. 31. Okay. Uh, you should be back off, uh, Allegor. Uh, see, I'm starting with a base of 32. 43. No, four, yeah, 43. Okay, 43. All right, you back off. Uh, all right. Um, Jeb, I mean, sorry, Jeff. Uh, Jeff. What is your stealth check for your bird who is hanging nearby? Okay. Uh, 23, five. And what's his AC? AC 16. Okay, suddenly, um, Zarius, you feel a stab of fear from Jax. Uh, that you do not know what what the situation is. You have your your connection to him hasn't been broken. You don't feel uh, any sort of pain or uh, like that you normally or anguish you normally associate with like physical pain. But the uh, the creature has definitely been um, either spotted or accosted. Get out of there! All right. Uh, the fear continues, and suddenly, a sh- short time later, um, Jeb and Allegor reappear from the mist. Okay, so they're definitely drow, but there's a very interesting development. And I hold up the notebook that I made all the sketches from the uh, the giant's curse marks and whatnot that I made. Mm-hmm. They've got the same damn curse marks that the giant had. And I snap it shut. So I don't know exactly who the hell is in control of these people. Well, just remember, if that was a charm, if the 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 tattoos help charm. All charm does is make you a friend with the um, whoever casts the spell. Doesn't make you you're not dominated or anything like that. It just means that you're friendly with them. Yeah, you're just extremely amenable to their words. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I thought I thought when you described those spell marks, I thought you said. Do- there was like domination in there too. There was a little bit of domination in, in that in those marks. Um, you're guessing that the for some reason the drow have a, a bit more autonomy from what you can tell. Like the giant ah. was in a constant state of struggle. Like his mind was utterly consumed with it. Gotcha. Gotcha. It may be that the drow actually kind of align with whoever put those marks on it yeah. already. Maybe but, they're um, the ones that put the marks on it, and these are just tribal marks for them. Could be. But uh, Zarius, you, you continue you, f- you continually feel the um, the fear coming from your familiar. I just I, t- I told him to come straight back. I know, but you don't really know the situation. <laughs> well, I mean, he can tell he can talk to me. No, wait. You know, I had him the- stop midway, so he could actually stay in contact with me. Oh, I'm sorry. I, th- I thought you. I'm sorry. I thought you sent him up there with to, with no, them. To I had, 
All right, well, backpedal. No, nothing happens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, thought he, I thought he was up there with the forward scouts. No, no. I had him go with them, and then he stayed there when Jeb came back and told um, Will, um, oh, Ergo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me and Jeb were the only ones that were stupid enough to go even go back up to the edge. All right, then your your raven beats them back and tells you that he thinks the, uh, the draw are moving this way. Okay. And shortly thereafter, your puffy friends arrive. <laughs> so what are you folks doing? Uh, I think we need to disappear. I actually disagree. I think we need to taste, uh, take a, a moment and prepare our campsite for guests and maybe have a conversation with these folks. Welcome them and let them know what we're here for. They might even be amenable to uh, an alliance. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, I asked for a description of what they look like and the style of clothes they were wearing. All right, well, and uh, like I said, can I make myself pretty, look like that? Yeah, they're pretty like they're drow, but they look like they've been lived lived a hard life here in the canyon. They're wearing armor made of leather and bug kite. You're not going to be, you don't have to make yourself as pretty as you think you have to with the whole elf thing because they look like they've been roughed up. Yeah, well, I cast disguise self on my, um, I cast disguise self on myself, which just sounds stupid to say out loud. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but no, I cast disguise self and, uh, she gives me a, uh, 25 to look right. like one of them just in case they come across us in the woods I'm uh, you, already looking I'm like assume, one I already assume that they're coming here yeah uh, Valric uh, tells you uh, basically assumes a very passable um, interpretation of what you described to him but yes Zarius according to your raven they, they seem to be fanning out silently moving this in this direction um, so are you guys going to flee or wait my vote is wait. My my vote is actually try to talk to them, see if they could be friendly toward our ends. Maybe get some more only, information about this canyon. My only argument against that is that even though the, the the marks are different, the last creature we came across with these marks tried to feed us to cannibal halflings. <laughs> And that's why we don't go with them to a secondary location. We stay here. If they try to take us somewhere else, we say, no, thank you. We're good. And if the if consequences come from that, we'll deal with that when, when they come. When they split up to search, were they in, like, what what size groups did they split up into? Uh, twos. Twos. Um, did I notice if they had, like, warning horns or anything on them? Uh, it looks like they had, like, like, you saw them like doing like quick uh, signal lights that can cut easily through the mist. So you're guessing that's probably how they're warning each other of of things. I definitely make sure I tell them that about those signal lights. It does not seem to be impeded by the mist at all. I guess the main question, do we want to talk to them? Do we want to see, I mean, otherwise we could just send some of those signal lights saying all clear this way. We don't or, know I mean, the do signal patterns. We want pattern. to talk to them. We don't mm, know their true. signal patterns, but 
the signal light the signal light knowledge if we plan to turn this pace into a in if we still plan to turn this pace into a <laughs> forward base for our master the signal lights would be very useful since they can cut through the fog mm-hmm and if I know anything about Drow, which I do not, they're good fighters. All right, final answer, real quick. I say be very careful because they're treacherous from every every everything that I understand about Drow. I'm going to assume that's a wait vote. I agree with my cousin. That's two wait votes. If we wait at this far out, we'll be dealing with two of them. And it'll look that's like a- there's already a Drow here. That might keep, take them off their guard, and I might be able to knock them unconscious. So oh, wait, I'm a, I'm on a wait. Yeah. Okay. And uh, lady outside, I can't hear you. Mahogany, are you talking? Wait. Okay. Okay. Uh, you're wait. Okay. So we're all waiting. I have, I have an idea then for a plan. Valerick, why don't you talk with one of the members of the party and look like you're talking to us as a representative of one of them. If you see, do you know, understand what I'm saying? I just, I don't speak their language. Oh, you don't speak Elven? I don't okay. speak yeah. Undercommon. Yeah, well, I don't think we're going to get past the visual aspects. He's, he said they were speaking in Elven, not Undercommon. They were speaking ac- heavily hey. accented Elven. I speak Elven. I mean, I speak Elven, but, have, I, you know. Well, then it would just be a bluff check to... to, to uh, oh, fake, well, I could fake, do that, too. Fake, <laughs> the ca- fake the cadence once you hear it. Right. So it's just Elvin that they're speaking. Yeah, it looks like they're just speaking Elvin to each other. Okay. All yeah, right. you, said, you said fake the cadence, and all of a sudden, I'm seeing the Chinese scene from the past in my head. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in so long. <laughs> I used to watch it all the time. I loved it. <laughs> I did not know John Leguizamo was actually in John Wick. Is he? Yeah. So, yeah, he's the he's the car uh, guy from in the first movie, the oh, chop yeah. shop guy. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that's he's in the second that's, that's movie and the third movie, I think too. I think he's in all three. Yeah, yeah. I, short I've, scenes. Only been, I've only been seeing clips on YouTube. <laughs> all right. So um, shortly thereafter, after you guys take your defensive positions, you you assume your uh, forms, your, you uh, you prepare your, yourself. Uh, I assume you guys are are battle ready. Are, are you are you like brandishing or just staying neutral in neutral positions? I not brandishing my weapon. Yeah. No. Jeb wants to look neutral as yeah. if he is here to parlay. Okay. All right. Pull out. I mean, does how many does this affect? Okay. I'm gonna pull out three gold points and take an extract. All coin shot. Okay. Gotcha. Lasts for ten minutes and gives me basically three missile weapons. Gotcha. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and just cast guidance on myself, just for shits and giggles. Zarius, I assume you're doing the same. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, shortly thereafter, you see a couple of uh, figures. First, uh, dark silhouettes, and then uh, they take the form of the red-eyed, dark-skinned drow that move through the fog. They both have um, wep- their weapons out, and they're looking. Um, and has, 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 oh, go ahead. Sorry, where? What day is this? Like, 
I don't know. Also mage armor. Because, okay, gotcha. Yeah, also mage armor. I oh just yeah, we're all fresh, I, right? Yeah, I wasn't yeah, sure you, if I Yeah, did. you guys had a rest. You guys took a rest. Sorry. Sorry, okay. So yes, they, are, they emerge from their mists, their weapons out. One of them um, snarls at you in the elven tongue. Who are you? What are you doing here? I will hey. attempt to to shut up. <laughs> Hand shoots out to cover the goblin's mouth. And I just look at him and go, Doom bats. Doom bats. <laughs> I'll attempt to 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 replicate their cadence for the buff right. check. Sure. Uh that is a twenty-two. Okay. Um, you quick you quickly pick up on their accent. Yeah, speak to the right rhythm. Hey, just here for uh, just here for some some mild discussions. These these gentlemen wanted to set up a, a parlay. They made me a middleman. They seem to like even even in the incredibly foggy day foggy um, uh, environment of the canyon. They seem to be having trouble like um, focusing their eyes in the daylight. So uh, it looks like your disguise seems to be holding for now. What are they? What do they want? They work for a particular lord. I believe our boss would want to talk to him, and, and I'm I'm inching myself closer to them. Um, casually, I don't have my hands up or anything. It's just like I already know them, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, until I can get within fifteen feet. All right, uh, you're able to move within fifteen feet of them. Um, they say, "Who? What are we talking about here? Is this another?" Is this another wizard trying to hire us out? More than likely. And then I cast color spray on the two of them. Okay. I need you to make two um, spell resistance checks or spell penetration checks. What do you call them? SR checks. Sorry. Yep. Oh, shit. That's right. Drows have natural spell resistance. First one, that is a 17. 17. I was just adding my wizard level, right? Yeah. And on the next one, uh, 15. 15. All right. Yeah. You okay? Then I make the saves. Is there will saves, correct? Yep. Two will saves. I got it. Ugh. They both fail. <laughs> okay. Then they're both unconscious for, uh, <clears throat> it'll be easier to talk to once we have them tied up. Okay. <laughs> Alright, you blast them with a um, a spray of color. They, they they put their hands over their eyes, but too late. They both fall unconscious. Uh, uh, yeah, so un- they're going to un- be unconscious for five rounds. Okay. And then blotted and stunned for an additional two rounds. Which gives you plenty of time to disarm them and bind their hands and things. Alright. And then I'll just go, who wants to tie these fellows up? <laughs> uh, we got that. Is that a sleight of hand or disable device check? To, Nothing. It's just your CMB. It's based on your CMB. Oh, geez. My, mine's only a plus three. Oh, then roll it to get I got the, a plus seven. There yeah, it is. Yeah, go with plus seven. All right. Uh, so roll it. Yeah, to get the, their escape to see if they if they try to make one. Oh, that's a natural 19 plus seven, so 26. Right, then, yeah, Jeb hog ties them pretty tight. Are you guys moving them further away from the edge, or are you going to talk to them better? Like, we don't have a campsite still set up, do we? No, you guys broke it No, we never set one up. Ago. Yeah. 
Well, let's say move away from the edge. Yeah, because I mean, aren't there more? I'm about to say, I was about, yeah, I'm about to, there are more search parties looking for. I was about to ask, how close are we to the tree line? Uh, not that far. You could probably get them there in about four rounds of just dragging. And they probably also uh, have bug riders out too. So being under the canopy is a good idea. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. All right. You drag them to the can- uh, to the edge of the forest, a little further in. Uh, uh, we gag them also. All right, you gag them. Uh, much like Jeb anticipated, you guys can hear the the, the buzzing of the buzzing and droning of the uh, the beetle riding. So you didn't have to roll for that uh, tied up thing. The DC for them to escape you, if you tie them up, is twenty plus your CMB. Oh, so it's a little so better. DC twenty. Oh uh, yeah, but yeah. Well, cool. So I just say, yeah, I tie them up and then they have to beat my 27. Yeah. 20, 20 plus my CMB. Nice. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. So, but shortly thereafter, after you guys get them um, squirreled away, uh, basically out of sight and yourselves out of sight, uh, they start coming to um, one of them has an incredibly angry look on his face. One of them looks surprised and a little afraid. Now, this is uh, from everything I've read about drow. They respect shows of superiority that does not leave the person hurt or dead. So the fact that we handily disarmed them and then tied them up and didn't kill them, if they are part of the culture that is in Forgotten Realms, then... Is that something Jeb would know? That's why it wasn't in Jeb's talk. Okay. (laughs) Actually, I got another question. Seeing as how they're basically part of uh, a matriarchal s- system, would they be more inclined to answer the lady? Uh, maybe. Um, make a knowledge nature check to talk to, to learn about this humanoid in this particular setting. I actually have knowledge nature. And we're going to reset. Plus one. 17 on the die. Okay. Plus a... T- uh, 12 for the knowledge nature we're looking at a 29 okay uh then yeah i'll just go ahead and tip my hand yes i'm using all the traditional draw tropes for these guys they are indeed uh, were probably raised in the incredibly matriarchal drow society uh they generally probably kowtow to powerful women particularly of of a divine persuasion and more particularly of the drow persuasion. So, you know, it's it's not going to be fully effective if the lady outside does it, but she would probably have, her words might actually have more sway than the rest of you, unless, of course, you're talking the other kind of outcast drow language. Which Wait is, a second. Which is money. I could be outside, a woman. Lady outside's got, uh, it's got Finnish blood, doesn't she? Yeah, she does have Finnish blood, so you yes, could probably pass yourself off as a... So that's even better... For if she's not drow, I mean, since she's not a drow, that would be the almost next best thing. Yeah, I guess and that would. You're, you're right. Uh, so, yeah, you don't have quite as much of a penalty to, to uh, interacting with them as you would because of your fiendish heritage. I just realized that uh, I was metagaming there and mea culpa. Oh. I, I'm sorry. Whatever, I don't care. You know that. I care. Stop doing <laughs> I, that. You don't. <laughs> I know. I, others of us do care. Then I apologize. It's fine. <laughs> no one here cares about metagaming. I do. Okay, okay. I hate it. <laughs> I'm not feeling the conviction, Toker. You need to go deeper. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bring out some Munkar on it. 
Manka hates mitigating. I'm confused. <laughs> okay. Um, Franks was making some bold assumptions about the world that we're in, even bringing in fifth edition D&D style uh, tropes for a characters or race that we've come across now in a Pathfinder game, and it was getting under my skin. Uh, yeah, I, I decided to go with the traditional D and D tropes for for uh, Drow instead of the Pathfinder tropes, which well, are sli- which are slightly say, different. Uh, he also was pulling in Forgotten Realms. Yeah, yeah. Forgotten Realms specifically. I was pulling straight Drizzt Duard in yeah. knowledge, what? and that's my fault. Drizzt is a, like uh, a a very wee book that I'm sure that that Frakes reads a lot of. I read wee. once. Yeah. Actually, I've read most of the Drizzt books. You know, like I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit it. You know, I, I'm not a huge fan or anything, but I read them. They're okay. I you read the original read trilogy. Huh? You haven't read Drizzt Mahogany? I've never heard that word before. Like no. it's the, it's the, it's the like most famous uh, dark elven heroic character with the dopiest name. <laughs> Drizzt Duorden. I, I, I read never them all. Heard of them. I, I'll be honest with you, I kind of like the assassin. Right, I'm more of a Jarl Axel right. guy. Oh, I, I like, like Axel too. too. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I read. I tried reading one book, and as much as I love actiony books, I couldn't get through the fight oh, scenes in them. They're oh. they're atrociously long and overly detailed. Yeah, I usually skim mm-hmm. the fight scenes in the in the Ari Salvatore books. <laughs> yeah, it's like reading a John Woo movie. Yes. <laughs> All right, we'll take we'll take a restroom break. He's not feeling so cool, and I'm going to eat around the corner.